Y'all good? Yeah, okay. Y'all, y'all good? Yeah, yeah we're good. Um, well, welcome to the Edge. That's what this, y'all, you might be starting to get that name down. Uh, the go- gospel is about who? You've been here, it's about God and His what? Glory. The gospel is about God and His glory. Now, the the greatest benefactors of that, the ones that get the greatest rewards from that, are who? Us, mankind. Uh, It's not about us. It's about God and His glory. But we are are saved by it. We are blessed by it. We are saved from hell by it. He 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 redeems us through it. So so keep that in mind. Sin is gross. Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. We've talked a lot about that. Sin is gross. It's disgusting. It's fun and it's a blast and it looks fantastic most of the time. If not, we wouldn't have an issue with sin. But it's really gross and we're going to sort of see that um, clear. We've talked about the gospel and the cross and we're going to talk a little bit more about it tonight. Okay? And so hang with me. Who Say say this with me. Not repeat it the way that I say it. (laughs) I will. Hang. Okay, hang with me tonight. Okay, the gospel. This is the fifth week we've talked about it. And some folks would say, dude, you are nuts because you've just sort of talked about the gospel and everybody knows the gospel. We've all heard it. We've all been to church or at least a lot in this room. You know it. You've heard it. But I want you to know something. Last week, two days before we met last week, I said, God, I was just praying as I rode in the car. I said, God, I just really like to see in the edge a night where I just see you move like you sort of move at camp, where I just know you're there. Because you know what? I don't think we're supposed to wait for a youth camp or a D-NAM or a one or two time of a year to experience God or see God work or have God move in our midst. If we do that, we miss him completely. And what was hilarious to me about last week was because nothing about Dan, it was, there was no stories, no, no man, great thinking for, for Dan. Dan did a fantastic job. It was reading the stinking, no, the beautiful word of God, reading it just straight on down where God said, hey, I'm here. And if you were in here, I, mean, I hope, you, um, I hope you, you, you sort of felt some things that we touched on as we talked about who God was and how great he was. And my hope is not that every week that we will do that. Because I don't, you know, God will move in his own way how he wants to move. But I want to give him the opportunities to move whenever we meet. And that is going to be found in getting into the word of God. You know, I found this. And if you ever are called to preach or to speak in the name of God or to do work for him, I want to share truth that really he revealed to me. I've gotten to speak and teach youth and adults for 18 years. And he revealed to me this past week when I saw what he did that I am not an artist and I've never called to be an artist who's supposed to be a... supposed to paint a masterpiece for you to go, ooh, wow, man, that was good. That was, you know what my job is as a preacher of the word of God, and I think we're all called this, my job is as a stagehand to pull back the curtain and let you see what the real masterpiece is about. So I hope as, as even as we meet and as we talk, and even tonight, that all I'm going to get to do, because, man, if I can just do that, that's just all I want to do because I want to show what, who he is and what he's done. So we're going to pray and start tonight. I'm a little excited. Sorry, I'm so excited about this stuff called the gospel, but it's what you got. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much for the chance to be here, the chance to talk about your word, your truth. And Lord, I ask that you will move tonight in whatever way you want to move. Uh, but Lord, for all who lead, all, all who speak, all who share, Lord, help us just get out of the way and... Um, and, and just 
see, see you move, Lord. If we've all come from different things we've experienced today in our life, Lord. Help us to lay that down and um, for you just to meet us where we are. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, the gospel can be shared in many ways. I'm firmly convinced of that. And one of a great way that it's shared, because we've talked about a lot, I want you to see um, a, a, a skit. Some of you may have seen it a long time ago when I first came, but most of you have not, if, if, if you have. Uh, it's by the skit, skit Guys. Okay, and uh, this is a very funny group. This is like a four-minute uh, vi- video that we're going to watch. So um, feast your eyes on the screen. Excuse me, son. Yeah. What you got there? Mm, got a bird cage. Bird cage. Yeah, I got 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 wild birds in here. I got a bird cage. Wild birds. Yeah, yeah. Where'd you get them? I got them in the field over there. Really? Yeah, there's a there's a field over there, and I got birds and put them in my bird cage. Yeah. Oh. You mind if I uh, take a look at it? No, don't. They're my birds. No. No, don't. They're my birds. No. Don't. 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 My birds. Okay. Okay. Can you... uh... What are you gonna do with them? Uh, I like to play games with them. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I like shake the cage like this, and they'll be like, woo, 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 like that. <laughs> sometimes I get a stick in there, and they're like, woo, woo, they gotta dodge it. <laughs> it's like dodge stick. <laughs> they have fun. It's a riot. <laughs> so, uh, what do you what do you do with them when you're done playing games with them? Feed them to my cat. <laughs> yep. My cat likes wild birds. Yep. 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 My cat's name is Tripod because he only has three legs. <laughs> Wasn't my fault. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Let me buy them from you. You want to buy these wild birds? Yeah. Or no good for nothing. They can't do no tricks or nothing. I mean, I mean, if you just open the cage, you're just gonna fly away. How much? You serious? I'm very serious. You want these wild birds? How much? Five dollars. Okay. Ten dollars. <laughs> Twenty dollars. They're wild exotic birds. You got them in a field. A wild exotic field. Twenty dollars. Okay. There you go. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones can be alone, they're weak, but he's strong. See you looking at my cage. Yeah. What have you got there? Got mankind in that cage. Mankind? Where'd you get him? Found him in the garden. Tell me, what are you going to do with them? Going to play games with them. Games? All kinds of games. Games which they think is right, but it's really wrong. I'm going to turn their world upside down. They're going to think they're having so much fun. (laughs) Save the best for last. What happens to them then? They'll be damned. Damned for all eternity. 
The father's fond of mankind. Oh, no. You pay the price for them. You... You want these humans. You know they're going good for anything. You know that, don't you? I mean, they may promise you everything. When things get bad, they will turn and run away. How much? Your tears. Okay. Your blood. Okay. It'll cost you your life. Okay. Yes, Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Now it's on. God's the create, creator of all. He owns all. He is smarter than all. He's above all else. Everything is his. Whatever money you ever accrue in your lifetime, it's not yours, it's his. He allows you to have it. He is God in control, over sovereign over all. That's the first point. The second point is this. Man rebels. And since the garden, man has rebelled against God. And it's been in man. We, we are rebellious at heart. And even our hearts are disgusting things. And even the works we try to do on our own apart from God are like fil- filthy rags. First thing is God is creator overall. Second, we rebel against God. Third thing is, is that God has to judge sin. He is, he is a righteous judge. And if he did not judge sin, he would become an unrighteous judge. And he cannot do that. He must be who he is. And sin must be judged. Sin must be paid for. And for, for years, the Jews would pay for this. The cost of sin was the death of animals that would be sacrificed for their sins. And then for the sins of the nation. And we know that the, the payment of sin is what? What, what? what does sin earn? Where do we find that out? What book? Romans what? Chapter 6, verse 23. Y'all know that verse for the wages of sin is death. Um, so we know that. So God's cr- the um, creator and over all man sins, God's got to judge sin. Fourth thing is, and we keyed on this huge this past week, is that in his love, God sends Jesus, his son, to die, to atone for, to pay for our, our sin. And then we, we talked about that at the, it says between the, when, when, when Jesus is on the cross between the sixth hour and the ninth hour, it says the skies become dark. And as he's hung on the cross there, he says in the ninth hour, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And this is the moment in the first time ever in eternity that God the Father and God the Son have been separated from each other. The first time ever they've been apart. And you know... I didn't really key in on this, but we talked about that the, the sins of mankind are laid upon the Son, the perfect Son, who has not a blemish or scratch, who has never done wrong. The sins of mankind are laid on Him. And do you understand that He became sin for us? That when He was on that cross, when God turned His back, He turned His back because He could no longer look at Him because His Son had now become sinful. Okay, it says in Second Corinthians 5, verse 21, For our sake, he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. Know how we talked about when that we 
without God can we look can look a lot like orcs. I mean, we're a lot like disgusting orcs that you shouldn't really care about because we're just selfish, greedy. We're all about us. Without God, that's what we are. And in that moment on the cross, God takes the sins of mankind and lays it on His Son. And His beautiful Son has now become despicable. Because the wrath of God is being poured on him because he becomes... And that is one of the saddest things I've come to grips with for my own self for this week. So now, let's turn to Mark 15. Because there's something huge that occurs here. Huge! Mark 15, starting in verse 42. We're not going to read through it all. I'm going to sort of just jump and skip, but we're going to read through... 46, and then we'll jump to Mark chapter 16. And when evening had come, since it was the day of preparation, this is after his death on on the cross, it's the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself looking for the, the kingdom of God, took courage and went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate was surprised to hear that he should have already died. And summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he was already dead. And when he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the corpse to Joseph. Jesus' dead body he gave to Joseph. Now, and Joseph bought a a linen shroud and taking him down, wrapped him in the linen shroud and laid him in a tomb that had been cut out of the rock. And he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Now let's look at Mark 16.1. When the the Sabbath passed, because they weren't supposed to do anything on the Sabbath. At this point, the Sabbath for the Jews at that time was on Saturday. Okay, we celebrate it on Sunday because of this incident right here that's about to occur. Okay, because it occurred on a Sunday, and that's where redemption came for mankind. Right here, it says when the the Sabbath passed was the day after the Sabbath. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? Very big stone, they could not move it by themselves. And, And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe. And they were Alarmed, And he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Na- 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 Nazareth who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Have you ever been to an airport? And it's right around the, the spot um, where the six security gate is where you're going in to get checked. But also there's most time to the, uh, at our airport there's a hallway to the right where folks are coming off the plane and this is sort of where they come out to um to just get to to leave the airport but what you know i don't know about you but i i love to go there because every time i'm there i see a crowd of of people not going they're not wanting i mean sometimes there's a crowd that's going in to fly but a lot of times there's a crowd that's here that is just wait wait waiting why do they wait do you know they're waiting for somebody to come off the plane. 
It's, the, the airport is one of the best places. If you are down and depressed and you just want to see something that is just full of joy, go to the airport. Because you won't sit for five minutes and you'll see someone come running down this hallway where this guard is. And so once you go past the guard, you can't go back. This guard's coming and there's a crowd of people. And a lot of times they have signs. And a lot of times there's a big crowd of them. And they come up and they run and hug and they kiss. And they, they have tears and they're high-fiving and they're loud. And they're just thrilled to see. It's like a re- reunion. Have you ever been there before? I think most of us have, have been a part of that where you've just gotten back. And some, they've been apart for days and they're just glad to see each other again. Some it's weeks, some it's months, some it's years. And this embrace are just, oh, it's just, you see some genuine, real, man, I'm just so glad to see you. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a reunion where you go, oh, man, that's just neat. I mean, I'd love to, I'm just weird, but you'd love to know the story of, of how long it's been and, and, and some stuff like that. You know, Scripture doesn't describe it here, but can I tell you that some point before they came to the tomb to, to anoint the body of Christ, before they came to the tomb, the Father is reunited with the Son. There is a point here where the Father says, Son, arise. The job is complete. The task has been done. You were perfect. You were impeccable, unquestionable. You were amazing. Now come home. The reunions of reunions occurs in this moment right here, which is, it's just amazing when you think about it because they've never been apart and they never will be apart again. And it makes the things in the airport or even times when you've been apart from those that you've loved. I've been gone for months from my home and I've been on trips um, just to go serve. And I've come back home and I cannot wait to be there. But that doesn't even begin to, to compare to what that moment was like when the, the father reunites with the son and says, Son, it's time to come home. You're done. Do not miss how amazing that picture is. Because, you know, the point is... the the, the the points is the points are um, God is creator over all, and He owns everything, and he, and he knows everything. Man, we rebel against God. God, He's got to judge sin. God sent His Son Jesus to live a perfect life, to die on the cross as a sacrifice to atone for our sins. And the fifth point is that God raised Him from the dead to rule and to judge. It says that he is seated at the right hand of the throne of God to rule and judge over mankind. He came and lived this life partly to show us how to live and how it should be done. But mostly so that we could even have a chance to have a relationship with God. And so he overcame death and the grave to rule and to judge. That's the gospel. That's what the gospel is all about. Now, let me share this. Last week, um, I felt like... We've been talking about some very deep things on the gospel. And I don't want an opportunity to go away where God is speaking to you about something. And you don't have a, a, a chance to talk to someone about it. So I've got something. And Michelle, if you can help. And Nolan and just whoever sort of back there. Um, those yellow sheets right there. and this is but, but split them up because this is what we're going to do. Let me get, get one of those. I don't, I, don't, I don't have one. It's a little bit... Different tonight, but I want you to hang with me here. This is a Celebration Baptist Students response card. Okay? Now, um, and wait, don't pass them out. You can pass them out in the back row. That's fine. Everybody else, don't pass them out yet. Because um, 
if you've been here for any amount of weeks or God has been speaking to your heart, I'm going to ask you to fill this out. And you, I want to put you put your name and then the best way to contact you. Because if you have a response on this, myself or my wife will be in touch with you in the next week. Because I just want to talk to you about it. Don't be intimidated by that at all. I want to rejoice and go, I just think it's cool. And I just want to be able to pray for you. That's what we want to do. And part of it is, is God has, you know, the, the things our God has been speaking to me. And I've put my faith and trust in Christ over the past few weeks. I really understand what the go- gospel is. I'm on now? Okay, okay, I'm on now. Um, so turn to Mark, chapter 16, starting verse 14. And I, I want you to see this is all, we've been in Mark past two weeks, so if you want to go back and read this, you can sort of come and sort of see how it, it flows and stuff. It says, afterwards he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart. Uh, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. He had appeared a few times to some of the folks, and they had said, no, that can't be, no way. So he sort of, he busts their chops a bit. In verse 15, it says this, And he said to them, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. You, you know what I'm saying? He's saying go proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. You know what? Go, go everywhere you go, proclaim the gospel. Pro, 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 proclaim it when you're outside, when you're inside. If only the trees are going to hear it, proclaim it because it's worth hearing. Why did we do it? Because God is worthy of praise of all of creation should praise God because he is the creator of all. Everybody should. Why should I tell my friends? Because they should be worshiping God. That's why we do this. The, um, this past week, we sort of talked about what's that look like. And you might have a, a friend, and we'll call um, Do we have a Tom in the room here at all? No Tom? Okay, good. we got a friend named Tom then. And so, like I said, even in our own life, we, we begin to talk to Tom about who God is. And that he's a creator of all. What do you think, think about God, Tom? Well, this is what I think. And it, in doing so, we begin to build a fire. And we put a little stick right here. And as we talk with Tom, maybe that week or the next week, we talk about how, man, man is, dude, sinful. And we, you can just talk about the news for a minute and see that. If you just bring up the news and, and just begin to talk about how man always tends to choose sin. And we're beginning to, to make another stick right here to start, try to make a fire. As we begin to talk with Tom, we talk about um, that, that man is sinful. But, you know, God, if he's a, a good God, he's got to judge sin because it's wrong. It goes against him. And as we talk about that, we begin to build more of a little fire here that is around Tom. We're not trying to burn Tom up now, but we're wanting the, the Spirit of God to, to light up inside of him. So we just begin to talk with him. It's not your job to save Tom. It's not your job to convince Tom this is what he needs in his life. God's going to do that. But we've got to begin to take straw and say, hey, you know what? This changed my life. God sent Jesus Christ and that changed my life. Let me tell you how. And we begin to put put the straw all around this fire. And as we talk about that, he paid the price for our sin and he paid it because I knew I couldn't get there on my own. We begin to build this fire that when in God's time, it'll light up. But our job's not to save Tom. Our job is to share. And so many times we convince ourselves, I just don't know enough. I don't know where to start. They're going to think I'm a freak. They're going to think I'm awkward. They're going to think I'm a dork. I'm going to be shunned. You don't understand. I want you to see who has seen, and there's a pic- 
picture clip, Sam, of a pen and teller. Have you seen these guys, guys before? Okay, the one on the right, um, you're going to see a, a, a vlog of, of, of um, Penn. That's the guy, on the, the big guy. My, 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 uh, your left. I don't know. It was my left too, but we won't talk about that. Um, the big guy, you're going to see a, a vlog of him. And now, let me tell you, he doesn't believe in God. He's going to state that, okay? And he's still, at this point, what I understand, he doesn't believe in God. But he speaks a story that should wake us up because it's truth. Now, he, he uses a word called proselytize. Proselytize, pro, proselytize means to share your faith. Someone sharing their faith and what they believe in God. That's pros- And you're trying to get someone else to believe in your faith. That's what we share the gospel for because we want them to worship God. So in some sense, we proselytize. It's sort of it's become a negative word in a lot of the world, but that's sort of what he's explaining what he does. So take a look at this clip. talk to you about this. Uh, I've been home from the show, and at the end of the show, as I've mentioned before, we go out and we, uh, we talk to folks and, you know, sign an occasional autograph and shake hands and so on. And there was one guy waiting over to the side in the, um, what I call the hover position, after I was all done. Big guy, probably about my age. Big guy. And, um, he had been the um, the guy who has uh, picks the joke during our psychic comedian section of the show. Uh, so he had the props from that in his hand because we give those away. He had the uh, the joke book and the and the envelope and the paper and stuff. If you haven't seen the live show, that's uh, not worth explaining. But he had props from the show that we'd given him from the night before. Uh, he wasn't the guy that night, and he walked over to me and he said. Um, I was here last night at the show, and uh, uh, I saw the show, and I liked it. I wanted. He was very complimentary about my use of language and um, complimentary about, you know, honesty and stuff. He said nice stuff. No reason to go into it. He said nice stuff. And then he said, I brought this for you. And he handed me a uh, Gideon pocket edition um, I thought it said from the New Testament, but I also thought it was Psalms from the New Testament, right? Or, uh, Psalms from the New, just part of the New Testament. Little book about this big, this thick, you know. He said, I wrote in the front of it, and I wanted you to have this. I'm kind of uh, proselytizing. And then he said, I'm a businessman. I'm, I'm sane. I'm not crazy. And he looked me right in the eye and did all of this. And uh, it was really wonderful. I believe he knew that I was an atheist. But he was not uh, defensive. And he looked me right in the eyes. And he was truly complimentary. It wasn't in any way, it didn't seem like empty flattery. He was really kind and nice and sane and looked me in the eyes and talked to me. And then gave me this Bible. 
And I've always said, you know, that I, I don't respect people who don't proselytize. I don't respect that at all. If you believe that there's a heaven and hell and people could be going to hell or not getting eternal life or whatever, and you think that, uh, well, it's not really worth telling them this because it would make it socially awkward. And atheists who think that people shouldn't proselytize, just leave me alone, keep your religion to yourself. Uh, how much do you have to hate somebody to not proselytize? How much do you have to hate somebody to believe that everlasting life is possible and not tell them that? I mean, if I believed beyond a shadow of a doubt that a truck was coming at you and you didn't believe it, that that truck was bearing down on you, there's a certain point where I tackle you. And this is more important than that. And I've always thought that, and I've written about that, and I've thought of it conceptually. This guy was a really good guy. He was polite and honest and sane, and he cared enough about me to proselytize and give me a, a Bible, which had written in it a little note to me, uh, not very personal, but just, you know, like your show and so on, and then like five phone numbers for him and an email address if I wanted to get in touch. Now, I know there's no God, and one polite person living his life right doesn't change that. Uh, but I'll tell you, he was a very, very, very good man. And uh, that's really important. And with that kind of goodness, uh, it's okay to have that deep of a disagreement. I still think that religion does a lot of bad stuff, but man, that was a good man who gave me that book. That's all I wanted to say. You know, um, this is a lost guy. Doesn't believe in God at all. Uh, but he said some stuff that really, how much do you have to hate hate somebody not to share eternal life with them? Because you're afraid it's going to be socially awkward. And man, just, you know, the I hope you've understood as we've talked how great and amazing the gospel is. And our job's to give it away. Just share it. Just share it. Start speaking about it. Like I've, I've said, we're not going to, we're going to speak about a lot more things in this room. But the gospel and sharing it and ways to do it and opportunities, that's going to come. So if you come to this youth group, <laughs> this is what we're going to be about because there's nothing else more important than that. We've got a mission trip, World Changers trip in spring break week where we're going to go serve and share, an opportunity to share. And know what? Sometimes it's pulling teeth to get students to go. And I know it's part of your spring break, but let me encourage you. And some of you, boy, you're out of town, you got plans, you can't make it. Don't feel bad, okay? That's Because I understand plans get in the way and things get in the way. But there's some point when something like this comes up and there's a chance to go and a chance to serve where you go, you know what, I want to be a part of that because that's what I want my life to be about. So just be in prayer about that, whether you're supposed to be part of that trip or not, if you can be at all. But also, man, take the time to start just talking about God, talk, talking about man, talking about man, just our sin and how hopeless we are without God, talk, talking about his son Jesus. Just in the conversation of your life, let that speak but you've got a plan to speak it or you never will. Let's pray. Jesus, we, we ask, um, we thank you for night. We thank you for your word, uh, the chance just to, um, to, to speak, Lord. I thank you um, for even the prayer requests that were shared 
that were written down, the decisions that were made, Lord, and uh, Lord, just help the, 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 the follow-up on each one to go well. And Lord, may we take this gospel that we have been given and share it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.